Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 59th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Arun in the Get of Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle. He's 19, a Philodox, and has found his purpose with the Garu. He's known as Guards the Low, Child of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing Roy Mindscape. He is a Ragabosh with the Stargazers. Hello, I'm Adam, and I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I'm playing Zeb, speaks with Sweet Whisper. He is a third of the Silent Striders. After dealing with the vampiric threat in Colorado Springs, Roy Mindscape had given the head vampire his phone number to try and create sort of inroads. The rest of the pack disagreed vehemently. However, their disagreement had to be put on hold until Morgan Bloodsinger left on a moon bridge to return home, only to find an untimely demise. The moon bridge closes, and Roy and Zeb stand there in the cool night with Fomori's Bane approaching now to bring back up their disagreements. Mindscape, we have some unfinished business. That we do. You've challenged me, did you not? Glad to see you haven't forgotten. How can I forget? Well, let's deal with it here and now. No, outside of the Sept. Let's go. Kyle leads you just outside of Sept grounds, deep in the woods, so that no humans would come in and accidentally come across some garu business mark is gonna like take off his first layer of like clothing pretty much and just start stretching and whatnot the challenge has been declared roy what type of challenge will this be challenge will be combat all right the combat will be decided in hamid without any weapons the first to frenzy loses the phone goes to whoever wins the challenge Garcelo has spoken. Then prepare. You get to either side, finding a clearing. Preparing, I need you to roll your initiative, please. Roy gets the initiative, so Mark, what are you planning for this round? I'm going to dodge. Okay. And uh, Roy, what are you planning on doing this round? I guess if he's going to take a passive stance, Roy's going to take a swing at him okay roll that dex brawl please and mark dex athletics please so as roy comes in for a jab mark you're able to jump out of the way you kind of you kind of shoot to the right it is the next round mark what are you doing as you are flanking roy i'm gonna go in for a grapple and pretty much get him into a half Nelson and try to bring him to the ground. Okay. And Roy, you know that he's coming in for that grapple. What are you going to do? Um, can I dodge, spend a point of rage, and try and grapple behind him? Yes, you can. And then spend one other point of rage to throw a punch while he's on the ground. So do you want to grapple him or do you want to throw him to the ground? Can I only spend one point of rage at four rage? Uh, what's your permanent rage? Four. So you can, you can spend, spend two points of rage. Two. What, what I'm asking, though, is because you're grappling him, right? 
Okay, so, then yeah. Is, I... Do you want to throw him to the ground is what you mean by, by grapple, which would be a body tackle for rules as written? Then yes, that's what I want to do. Okay, there we go. So uh, because of this, how the order is going to go, um, because you are going to throw him after you dodge, mm-hmm. um, Mark, you get to do your grapple check, which is dex, athlete, or dex brawl, diff six. You get to dodge, Roy, which is Dex Athletics, Diff 6. Oh. Oof. So Oof. you mistimed that dodge real bad as you kind of trip, as you you kind of shoot to the side, much like how Mark did, but you slide and hit the ground. Mark, you see your opportunity, and you drop, and you grab him as you pull back, and you ha- you're, you're on his back, you're arm firmly around Roy's throat. Roy, you lose your other two actions unless you spend a point of willpower and try and roll willpower difficulty eight. Let's do it. All right, you spend a point of willpower. Now roll your willpower difficulty eight, please. Fortune favors the bold, my friend. You succeed, you may change your two actions. Um, So do I have to break free and then hit or can I just hit twice? You can... You can attempt to attack, but it'll only be with your head, which means it will be your strength minus two, minimum one die of damage, and the difficulty will be eight to hit. Then I will break free and then uh, attack him if I, if I can, if I do break free. Okay, so both of you uh, contested strength brawl, please. Okay. I can't, I can't spend another willpower for immediate two success. Correct. You cannot. Okay. Not right now. You break free as you knock Mark over as you swing him on. You swing your whole body, knocking Mark onto his back, hitting him just right as his arms let go. You turn around and you swing at him uh, because you did not specify a dodge, Mark. You are not able to. Uh, Your punch is going to be diff five because of your position on top of him, Roy. Okay. So that's roll two rollover. Um, Mark, roll soak because it's bashing, and you can soak bashing in your Hamid form. You simply cannot regenerate, and it is strength plus rollover for a punch damage. You take the hit as it kind of grazes you, hits down. It hurts, it stings, but you have taken no real damage as you're looking up. It is now the next round. Mark, what would you like to do? You're not technically grappled. You are just underneath Roy. Hmm. I really don't want to spend rage because I am definitely over my permanent. Yeah, so... I needed to roll rage on that one. Oh, could you roll rage for that real quick then, please? Yeah. Uh, it is... is it? Let me check the difficulty because it is June and what is the day? It was the 22nd. So it is diff 5. And it's my temp rage since it's higher. Yep. You don't frenzy. Okay. Woo! Alright, so... So I'm on the ground? You're on the ground. Okay. Standing up would count as an action? Uh, this is more cinematic rules, more so than anything, because you're not grappled in any any sort of meaningful way. Okay. That and I'm a human with Gaia-like powers. So, um, how about we go on the offensive, and I will pretty much uh, try to take a... A gut punch, try to knock him out, try to knock the wind out of him. Okay. Uh, do you want to do a punch or you want to kick since you're on the ground? And you can Let's do, do a kick. Let's right. do a kick. 
All right, so you're gonna do a kick. You're gonna kick up and try and kick Roy while he's on top of you. Uh, Roy, what are you gonna do this round? I'm going to dodge and spend another point of rage to then uh, kick him in his side. So you're on top of him, so we're gonna have you do your kick first. No roll over. Oh, my bad. Oh no, you missed. Does that oh, that misses? Okay. So yeah, you, you try and swing for the side, but you just catch dirt. We'll just use that roll though, Sig. Um, okay. So now you get to roll Dex Athletics Roy to see if you avoid the kick. So you are able to jump out of the way as you swing your kick, you miss. And Mark <laughs> leans back, gets both of his legs ready. He springs to kick you. You jump out of the way and Mark lands on his feet, standing right in front of you, inches from your face, ready to keep going. Mark, what are you doing this round? I am going to go... So it's going to be a grapple, but the cinematic is, is I'm going to go for the throw and I'm going to try to pound him into the ground. Okay. Uh, I will count that as two actions. So you'll, because that's more of a body tackle maneuver as well. Okay. So, so uh, I'll you risk. Can either, you can either spend I'll, rage or you can split your die pool. Um, I'll split my, actually, uh, I don't want to risk it. I'll split my die pool. Okay. That me. uh, so take your dex brawl and how many of that pool is going to the grapple and how much of that is going to the body tackle? It's going to be an even split, 3-3. Three, 3-3, three. Three, three. okay. Knowing that, Roy, what do you plan on doing this round? You said that he came up right in front of my face, right? Yeah. I'm going to head bash him to stun him and then uh, punch his nose right where I hit him. Okay. And I'll spend a point of rage for that, too. And since my temp is under my perm, do I still have to roll rage? Nope. Okay, cool. So there is a maneuver for stunning. So we'll call that a low blow. So you're going to do dex brawl, diff seven. That hits. So uh, now you're going to roll strength. Straight and, strength. Yep. And uh, Mark, you will have to, on your turn, roll stamina diff eight to overcome the stun but you are going to be able to roll stamina diff six right now to absorb the damage from this blow. Alrighty, I will do that. So it's straight strength plus the one rollover. Yep. Okay. All right, so you soak it. Your eyes are kind of watering a little bit, but uh, Roy, you get to punch him now. Because he is considered stunned, you get one bonus die to this roll as well. All right, so one success. So that's one rollover. You get to soak again, Mark. As he cracks you across the face, there's a nice crunch on your nose. The blood's coming down. And now roll stamina, diff eight. Oh boy. So you are stunned as your eyes really water and you instinctively uh, place your hands over your face as you're gonna get stunned for one extra round simply because of the botch. Okay. So you get a free hit, Roy. I'll take it. Just one just one hit. Eh, let's go two. Spend another point of rage. All right. All right. That's two rollover. Roll soak, Mark. And it... I know. I, I just asked this question. It's straight strength for damage, right? Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. As you go in to punch, as you're just, you grab Mark by the side and you wham your fist right into him as you feel him flex his abs as it pushes back your hand him taking no damage you get your second attack as you kind of try to swing but you're off kilter as you move slightly it is now the next round mark what are you doing this round 
I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do I'm going to do call shot okay. and I'm going to go straight for the temple pretty much. Fist okay. like try to knock him out. Okay, that is going to be a dex brawl diff 7 and that will come with a stun. And I want to spend a willpower to get an automatic success. Okay. And so you're going to do the called temple shot. And yep. Roy, what are you doing? At this point, if he's call shotting, I'm going to go in for the, the finisher as well. Can I willpower both of my attacks if I spend a point of rage? Uh, no. Or just one? Just the one. Okay. I'm going to spend a point of rage and spend one willpower for double success. Okay. And what are you doing? I'm just Punch uh, punching him twice right in the face. The first cinematic. Okay. I'm not call shotting it. All right. Sounds good. All right, make that roll. Three. So three successes, so that's three rollover. God damn it. As you come in and Mark just thinks that you, Gaia graced you with incredibly and lovely soft hands. <laughs> <laughs> I love him too much to actually hurt him. And yeah, you hold back just a little bit as you feel conflicted and it is your next swing as you get three successes, so that's three rollover. And uh, roll soak again, Sig. Yes. Soak that, motherfucker. You soak two of it. As you take two points of bashing again, as Roy comes in with it, the left hook, he swings in a half uppercut as he clocks you right under the jaw, and there's the sickening pound as he hits you. And now it is your turn for the temple shot. Remember to subtract wound penalties from your attack roll. You hit with your temple shot, uh, so roll strength plus two. Roll strength plus two, all right. Uh, roll stamina, diff six, Roy. Okay, hold on. Okay, so that two roll right there, that's for my soak. So oh, that okay. roll, yeah, so sorry. I still need to roll my attack. Okay, roll your attack, sorry. Uh, so the minus two, when does that? Where does that show up? Is that on all uh, of them? All every uh, on both uh, damage and the attack. Okay, so here we go. All right, so that's two rollover. Plus one because he um, put a willpower point into it as well. Oh yeah, so three. So that'd be seven. Yep. So your strength plus two minus two, or your strength plus three minus two. Because of your wound penalties. And then soak for me. So Was four. One, right? Yeah. So. so four. All right. I think you already rolled your soak. Yeah. So you take one bashing as his fist hits you right in the temple. So now I need you to roll stamina diff eight. So okay. you are stunned this round. Mark, you get a free hit. How do you want to do this? Uh, We're going to go for it. Uh, uppercut to the jaw. Okay, do you want to spend any rage and risk it? Uh, no, but I'll spend another willpower for an automatic success. All right, he can't dodge, so yep. roll. Don't forget to subtract two from your attack roll. And that's why I use the willpower. Fair. <laughs> All right, so doo -doo -doo, minus. So, so two, that's two rollover. So, so strength plus two minus two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do get to soak this though, Roy. Yep. Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. Strength plus two minus two? Oh, How yeah. do you have six? Oh, no, six. my bad. My bad. <laughs> yep. I was like, God <sighs> damn. 
That was a solid hit. And then we all it, got XP inventories on our character sheets. <laughs> yep. It should be. It should have been like the last roll. Should have been four. Like. That's still three as you come in and you get your uppercut and you crack Roy right in the jaw as you hit him and it keeps going as his feet lift off the ground as your arm fully extends, Roy partially falling backwards as he catches himself and he lands just a few feet from you. The big bruise forming on the side of his face from where you struck him. And what are you gonna do this time? Mark, or this round. Oh, I gain a point of rage for getting hit. It's true. I will... I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna run towards uh, Roy, and I'm gonna drop kick him, aiming for the chest, hoping to knock wind out of him. Okay, and that's a stunt, so I'll give you one bonus die when it gets to your attack roll. All right. Roy, you see Mark running right at you. What are you gonna do for this round? I'm going to dodge and spend a point of rage to then punch him, or sorry, kick him. Okay. <clears throat> but the dodge, again, for cinematics, is I'm going to, like, matrix dodge, but fall to the floor, and then basically forward kick him in his gut. Okay. Sounds good. All right, and you'll get a bonus die to your, either your dodge or your attack, your choice. Uh, dodge. Okay. So... It is your attack roll, Mark. All right. Dex Brawl, diff seven. Oh, shoot. Uh, can I spend oh. the willpower for an automatic success? You can. So one success. Ah, oh, goddammit. No successes, so you do hit. Mark, uh, you roll your strength plus one, plus your All roll right. number, which is one. So you'll be just rolling your strength, and you'll be rolling stamina, Roy. All right. You and successfully now... soak as... He, you try and ju jump out of the way, you fail as the legs kick you, but you don't take much. As you both go down, you swing around and you bring your foot up and you drop it right on his guts. So roll your attack roll. Mine? Yep. Okay, so since I didn't dodge, um, sorry, I thought I had to roll for stun. Nope. Okay, roll 4d10 t6f1. Two. Okay, so that's two rollover. Roll soak, Six, Mark. As you bring your foot down, doing one point of bashing as you hit right into the guts, Mark, as you're both on the ground in kind of like a T pattern between the two um. of you. Mark, what are you going to do this round? Well, shit, I'm fucking crippled now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh... You can spend one point of willpower to ignore all of your wound penalties for only one round if you don't have resist pain. I don't, so I'm going to do that. Okay. Am I able to spend more willpower? Uh, no, only the one. Okay. All right, so we'll Would do that. Would you like that. to spend gonna... any rage? We're going to risk it. We're going to spend rage. How much rage can you and do you want to spend? I could spend two. Uh, let's see. Do you round down or do you round up? Round up when you uh, divide your permanent rage by two. I can spend three. Okay, God. so would you like to spend three points of rage? And I only got a roll for frenzy once? Correct. Okay, and then when I spend the rage, I Ye spend what I roll with what's left. Correct. Not what I had. Correct. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're going to risk it. We're going to spend three rage. 
Okay. Um, spend that willpower so I don't. I get to ignore all of this. I have a pool of six now. <laughs> yep. And uh, so, what are you going to do with your four actions? All right. So let's see. I'm on the ground. Yep. I suggest a dodge in there somewhere. Yep. So we're going to. Why would you tell him that? All right. So my action is going to be dodge. Uh huh. My other three is going to be pretty much charge punching, kind of like dodging on out of the ground. Like, well, yeah. It'll be rolling away okay. so I can jump and pretty much punch at you again and uh, try to just knock you out again. Punch you in the gut, punch you in the head, that kind of stuff. Okay. I got to say, in my mind's eye, I'm viewing it through Kyle's mind's eye, and all I can see is Mark rolling away, and they both look like toddlers, and then Mark's doing, like, the windmill punch towards Roy <laughs> that children do. <laughs> and, and Kyle's just like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> I mean, the first 15 seconds of this fight was Kyle being like, damn, they fucking suck at fighting. <laughs> Maybe I should have let them use weapons. Like, <laughs> okay, so and then so three punches. Yikes! Some of us had to go away for like three months, but like. <laughs> All right, and Roy, what are you doing this round? So if I dodge, I have to minus one for every attack. I have to dodge. Correct. <clears throat> Fuck. Alright, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to... Uh, it, there's no easy way out of this. Yes, this is my chronicle, but... <laughs> <laughs> Did he spend a point of willpower to... Spend a to ignore all of his wound penalties for this round. Fuck. I'm going to spend both points of rage. One to dodge and two to attack, and then one point of willpower to get two immediate successes on my first attack. Okay, is it going to be a punch or a kick for your first attack? Or or these attacks? Like punches, kicks, what? Um, so in that T position, uh, is his head on my gut or is my head on his gut? Uh, your, leg, your leg's on his gut. Oh, well then I'm going to fucking kick him. Okay. So two kicks? Yeah. All right. Uh, dex brawl, diff seven. Dex, dex athletics, diff six. Uh, one extra die to the both of you, choose where you want to spend it. I'm gonna put the extra one on my second attack. Okay. And you said the kicks are T7? Yep. Diff seven? Yep. All right, so. So one success, Dex Athletics uh, Sig. So you successfully roll out of the way as you get up, Roy, and you kind of spin kick at him, roll for your second attack. Uh, Sig, roll another Dex Athletics minus one die from the second dodge. Five this time. And this one is still Diff 7? And it's still Diff 7. Believe in the heart of the cards. Ooh. Oh. All right, that's four rollover. It's time to that's roll soak. Five. Well, even if, even if I were to soak it all, I'd still take a hit and I'd be incapacitated. You'd still be able to roll willpower to try and stay conscious, though. So, okay. So let's try. But uh, also, he might just roll real poorly. Because he's still rolling that's, damage. Yeah, that's true. Um, We've seen it happen before. A thousand times. I'm praying. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> one. You need to roll one on your soak. Sig. I didn't pray hard enough. Oh. Yeah, see? Do you want to use your mulligan? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I want to use my mulligan. Alright. <laughs> uh, I almost just want to call it here so that way everyone else can start playing. <laughs> yeah, Dice Maiden would do this to me. <laughs> so you take your hit, you need to roll willpower to... You need to do two things. You need to roll your frenzy first. So your remaining rage die, diff five. If you get four successes, you frenzy. Holy shit. Roy, you get in, you're feeling confident. You swing and your hit hits Mark as hard as you can and you feel his body shift under your leg. And you feel real good as you see the light going out of his eyes, getting knocked out. Then you see his hand swing, grab your leg as you feel his fingers growing and clutching. Oh, you guys don't get too involved yet. Sig, I need no? you to roll uh, Dex Brawl, please. Diff six. That's enough. As you see Mark shifting instantaneously from Glavro to Krynos as he is swinging Roy around him and he throws Roy against a tree. Sig, roll strength plus two. Krino strength. Roy, you get to roll soak, but it is diff eight. Roy, you spin through the woods, you hit the tree, you soak it somehow as you land hard and you see the green glow in Mark's eyes. As you see Mark get on all fours and he starts to rush you. Roy, what would you like to do? Do I, I don't gain a point of rage for soaking everything, do I? Nope. Then I will dodge because that's all I can do. I can't even shift. Okay. So you're going to dodge. You got, uh, Cora and Kyle, you will have to, and Zeb, you will have to spend a point of rage to just get to Mark fast enough if, um, you want to. And that's not including your shift. All right. I will spend, uh, a point of rage to shift instantly and then to Mark and hold him down. Okay. So, so, you have, so, that's, whatever. so that's two points of rage. Okay. Because you got to shift. You got to spend the point of rage to get to him in time, and you got to spend the extra point of rage to shift. Kyle, uh, I will do the same. Do I gain a point of rage? Is this entering combat since yeah, he's thralled? It is technically entering combat. Okay, then yeah, I'll, I'll do exactly the same. Okay. And Zeb, uh, I'm gonna stay in Hamid. Okay. And I'm actually going to go to try to help Roy um, get him out of this, or at least try to help him. Maybe I take a couple punches for him when uh, Big Bad Mark starts wailing. Okay, so do you want to spend a point of rage to get there in front of uh, Roy? Uh, uh, that'd probably be a really bad idea, so I will uh, not spend a rage. Um, actually, what I can do, though, is I will spend a gnosis for speed of thought and okay. move that way, if that works. That works. So you will be able to get there, um, and you will get an All extra right. action. But you won't. Uh, what would you like to do with that extra action? Let's see. Um, I think it's just going to be trying to distract Mark. I'm not going to attack him, um, okay. but it'll probably be trying to distract him while hopefully his pack mates can kind of hold him back, and I just keep him from killing Roy. Okay. 
one of, if you're both going to grapple him, then uh, what's going to happen is is whoever has the highest dex brawl gets a bonus die for every helper. I have eight. I assume, Kyle, that she has a higher one? Yeah, I have seven. Okay. Am I about to piss Cora off again? You'll forget. All right, so <laughs> I will roll for Mark for his avoiding the, do- the grapple. Uh, roll your grapple, Cora. As you both rush, as you see the twin claws of Mark coming right for Roy, there's a almost earth-shattering boom as two Krinos grab both of Mark's arms to stop him as they're both holding him, his, him back. The froth leak, leaking from his mouth as you see the fangs chomping at the air and the pure fury in his eyes. All right, Roy, what are you doing? Oh, I was dodging. That's right. <laughs> but in this, at this point, I'm just going to walk away. Walk or run? Uh, Walk. I can't really do much else. That's true. As you're kind of hobbling away from the fight. Well, you could shift into a different form and focus on healing now. Oh, then let's do that. I'll shift to Krinos myself and just sit there okay. and heal. I would still walk away, but let yourself oh. heal. <laughs> Get him the fuck out of here, because this is not going to end until you leave. Right, okay, yeah, 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 I'm crossing characters. Sorry. It's all good. Yeah, I'll I'll walk away and uh, heal while I'm shifting into Krynos. Okay, as you both kind of hold him, the eyes and the fury, as Mark throws his head back and gives out a howl. As Mark, you're starting to come down from the high, the anger... The pure crimson sky gives way to the dark night and the bits of glit the bits of diamond glistening in the heavens as the light pollution of the city is far off. Breathing heavily are both your packmates holding you back as you feel like, like tar slithering down you and you feel it dissipate and you feel the furnace within you come back down slightly, back to normal. Wonderful. As you guys have been basically pushing him through the woods, having him avoid hiking trails, you notice around you just pine needles thrown everywhere, indentations in the earth, massive claw marks raking across trees. So when we get back to the sept, uh, Kyle needs to make a, a ruling. We all know what it is, but... Yep. As Roy is brought back out, you're, you've all finally returned to your Hamid forms. Uh, well, the challenge is over, and Mindscape is the victor and is allowed to retain his cell phone. Though, we are not yet done. We need to have a talk. Either the two of us or everyone can be there. It's up to you, Roy. And everyone was there before. Doesn't matter if they're here now. Good. Personally, your contact with this leech bothers me less than I'm sure it does others, and I am certain that it would many other Garu, both in our sept and elsewhere. But I will not allow you to put my home in danger. You cannot bring the phone into the sept. Your leech has control over at least a few of the police, so we have every reason to suspect that he can track a cell phone and that he will be able to figure out the location of our cairn. And there is the chance that he knows already 
due to the amount of time that he's been here and and the fact that he seems to be tracking at least some number of our kin. But I refuse to give him a direct line, uh, a, a direct path to it. Fine. Uh, let me keep the cell phone. As far as I'm aware, the... Uh... As far as I'm aware, the spirit within it is not attached to the sim. And we can break the sim. I can retain contact and keep the set safe. I've... I appreciate that. Break it somewhere in the middle of the city, so that it's not obvious the last area you were in. I need to know that, that you understand why we are so serious about this. I've watched a cairn fall so i i need to know that you will be careful i i cannot lose this place we cannot lose this place i sometimes forget family is not in front of me all the time even though even though i don't know these people or these garu they're still part of the same culture as i am now so for that thank you for reminding me that we are all family, and you know what I do with family. You know what I do for family. The challenge is done. Roy moves off, avoiding carrying grounds to break the SIM card. The cold and peaceful air of the summer night washes over you all, gently kissing your cheeks upon the side of the mountain and through the trees and in the fields and the openings as you trek through the wilderness back home. The sept is alive, as it usually is in the evening, Garu talking back and forth, especially with the, ign the igniting buzz of a relatively high-ranking pack here in the Karen. We're going to go down the list and ask what they, you guys, want to do for the rest of the evening. All right. Uh, so, Mark? Uh, pass, let me think. Okay. Uh, Kyle? Um, have, have we told everyone about Nicholas yet? I just, I cannot recall. You, you told briefly kind of Howling King, but not a whole lot. Okay. So it would be um, probably worth telling everyone. Yes. Okay, then that will be at the, I, at least my forefront of things I would like to do. Okay, and Cora? Um, since Kyle's going to take care of that, Cora's going to seek out bloody snow. Okay, sounds good. Roy, what are you going to do after the sim's been destroyed? Um, I kind of want to talk to Zeb and get more information on the curse that pushed him out. I know about it, and I know it was a leech, but I don't know much more. Okay. And Zeb, what did you want to do? Well, that was going to be part of it was probably just sitting down to, to check on Roy um, and, and speak with him a little bit. And, and maybe later, rather than, than talking to Mark directly, I'll probably just kind of talk to Cora a little bit to, to have her, and she already probably would have, but talk to her a little bit about him. Okay. So uh, we'll start with you two then. Then we will do Kyle, Cora. Oh, actually, uh, Mark, did you have an idea of what you wanted to do? Um, honestly, at the moment, because like this is twice now, practically. Yeah, this is twice now. Mark has raged in the past twenty-four hours mm -hmm. in context with the uh, the story. So, 
humiliation is an understatement. Okay. So so he's kind of secluding himself and trying to think of something to do. Okay. Would he like to do that in the Umbra? Yes, let's do that in the Umbra. Okay. All right. So we will start with Roy and Zeb. As you're getting to the streets of Colorado Springs, you see Roy taking out his little safety pin and poking in, pulling out the SIM card and snap. You guys are heading back to the Karen proper. It's a long walk and it's late. All the bars have essentially closed. The streets are empty and there's plenty of hiking trails to avoid humanity, the excess of light pollution and the occasional glimmer of stars the closer and closer you get to the Karen. Well, I see you one. There's two things I think you might want to consider, Roy, if you don't mind some counsel. If you'd rather be alone with your thoughts, I understand that too. No, you're you're fine to tell me off too. No. I'd say I consider two things, Roy. First off, the, the nature of a phone number and your voyage of understanding, wouldn't that maybe be a name that the Weaver would, would give to you, whether you knew it or not? Something that's linked to you that others could know. And, and freely giving it, it's like giving a piece of yourself. You, you discarded the technology, but it still exists. Just reflect on that because, again, you're trying to achieve that understanding. The other piece I would consider, though, is ritual combat, a fight like this where the, the victory is kind of a pyrrhic one. Consider Cora's view and, and the view of her tribe. Not every victory, now there might be a song at the end, but some victories are like this. There's, there's ash in your mouth instead of cold ale and a song. Sometimes that happens. It's, it's, it's it all a matter of what you take away, but I would just consider both of those things. Consider the fear that they have about this leech in particular, but just what it might mean that Sometimes one doesn't mean you won. And understanding means you still have a frame of mind to attribute to this and to provide. Don't be so willing to understand everyone else that you lose yourself as part of the understanding. I, I think you've learned that. But again, these are friends and, and like you said, very near family. Let's not go losing them over things as we try to learn more. You might be right, but I'm tired of all this bloodshed. I, I said it to you before, and I believe it, Roy. You're an explorer. Part of going and exploring is the appreciation of all the things you see. You can be appreciative, you can be an aficionado, you can be curious. All of those things are, are admirable in anyone. And yes, no, being surrounded by death all the time, there's nothing wrong with that either. We're considered to be warriors, all of us, because we have to be, but there's a path that you get to choose to. I don't think Gaia's quite done with you yet, and she didn't place you here and now just to fight all the time and shed blood, and I think you know that part. D don't, don't forget that, too. Um, don't forget that guiding force as you understand. Understand the things that are, that are pulling you and moving your blood and moving your, moving your spirit. Noted. <clears throat> have, you, have you fought with them like this before? Aura, any other members of her pack? Not under a challenge, but I have fought Korra once or twice. Which is why you're pushing to understand more and more, I see. Well, with Korra, it was slightly different. Well, tell me, as you reflect on this now, what have you learned from it? And more importantly, do you feel, do you feel like you're still wronged? I care about that too, Roy. I care that you feel like you're being pushed around or resentment bruising somebody and it's, and it's deadly. I don't want to see that happen to you either. 
if there's willfulness or there's or there's anger there, I'd sooner you talk about it to me. I know there's people closer out there than I am, but we're close enough right now that these are things we want to drag out. I don't hold any resentment. I understand why they were concerned. <clears throat> but at the time, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I have no problem doing the things that others refuse to do in order to keep the Sept, Karens, my family, and other Garu safe. I'd consider something else, Roy. Imagine if instead of you just giving your phone number out as a contact, you arranged a way that if a discussion ever had to occur, whatever it took, I mean, that creature controlled rats and other things that, yes, hey, I will arrange for a place to meet through a method. Again, addressing Kyle's concerns of security, but your own. I mean, look at what that thing did. It, it convinced Morgan that they were lifelong friends. It manipulated the, the memories of our friend who forgets nothing. Uh, that was truly terrifying to behold a power that I had never seen before. True. Just protect yourself just as much as you have to protect them. As you continue along the paths, you can hear the occasional howl now in the distance. Most humans would likely assume it was a dog or something of that nature, but both of you, you know what it is, what's going on. As you, the discussions of the sept begin to fire up, the howls remind you, Roy, of what Cora said in her anger to you earlier tonight about Zeb and about your potential betrayal of his trust. One other thing, Zeb, <clears throat> if you want to hear a bit more of why I did something. I still need some other information on your side, if it's possible. The homeland that you or your tribe comes from, you've been exiled from there due to a curse from a leech, correct? Correct. It's, it's said that the destroyer cast our people from our land, yes. So... Do you not think that another one can lift it? I would imagine, Roy, that for 2,000 years there have been thinkers far smarter than I that believe that might be the case, as well as a myriad of other ways to, to lift that curse. Now, I've never been to ancient Egypt, but I know what it's like to be away from my home. I would consider anything that maybe would subdue that need to wander and that thing that breaks our families apart that forces us to move from place to place because I see the despair that enters our people when they're stuck in one spot, sedentary for too long. So maybe so, Roy, but again, there's maybe maybe he's in Denver. Uh, I doubt it, but there's a way to do that that would make me very, very cautious because promises of a solution to make my happiness come true are probably a price I'm not necessarily willing to pay. But what if it's for everyone else? There's times and places for sacrifice that are incredibly admirable, Roy. Those are reflections you have to have in yourself if you think that there's something that's going to happen that can, that can be done. But it, again, I am leery of that promise. As much as I would serve my people and do anything I could to quell that feeling, knowing what it's like to have my own family separated because of it. Again, though... If, if I'm taking the shot, Roy, it can't be for the risk of other people losing their homes or their lives to 
to prevent a wanderlust that's something we've been cursed with. I, we've dealt with it for this long. I wouldn't dare sacrifice the Gru Nation to have a land back. I'll keep that in mind then. And on that somber note, we will move on to Kyle. As you see Regender briefly talking to Heather from the final howl, the Black Fury looking relatively calm, though, uh, as you are well aware, Hera's judgment is quite good at hiding her emotions and her judgment until the hammer falls. And she nods, smiles at you and goes, oh, Garzalo, it's pleasant to see you again. And it's a pleasure to see you as well. I hope all is well. It'll be good to catch up. Uh, you'll have to show me the city. <laughs> I'd be happy to, and I'm sure everyone would love to join us. Perfect. I'm sure Roger would love to get a tour with us as well. He does strike me as curious. Anyway, I'm going to go talk with Roger right now and make sure he doesn't get us kicked out of your sept. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be mostly behaved. Alright, I'll see you around, and you'll have to tell me some stories of what's happened since New York. I've heard, you've all, I've heard you all have been on several adventures, and I'd like to hear all of them. <laughs> At least the ones we can tell you. Of course. As she heads off, and you see Regender there with Howling King and a few others. Oh, Kyle. I was just speaking with Howling King about possibly hunting these leeches, especially since it seems that you you all have met the the head vampire in the city. Yes, Nicholas. He he gave you his name. Nicholas Bonnet? Bonnet? I don't I can't remember how it's pronounced. I just yeah. wrote it down. Bonnet, yeah. Bonnet. He uh he did. Um I know a few other things about him. Oh. Well, he's hundreds of years old from France and has been here for far longer than we have. You hear Fate Dancer? We as in the Garu of the Sept or the Sept? You hear the iron in her voice and understand that you may want to tread carefully with your words and clear up any confusions. It sounds like he's been here for, well, over a hundred years. So longer than any of us, but not longer since the than the Karen. Yes. Interesting. He has been tracking our kin in order to not feed on them. You see the look of confusion hitting all of them as they're looking back and forth, and there is concern as well. It seems that he has been doing his best to keep the other vampires away because he likes it here and does not want war. He just wants to own his city from the shadows. That's concerning. It means we have to tread carefully because we have to think of something else now. Do we kill him quickly to simply wipe the leeches out or let him stay thinking that he'll keep other leeches out? Regender says as he goes, but what if someone gives him an offer enticing enough to get a list of our kinfolk? Howling King speaks up then it would be unacceptable. And we need to start considering how we either obfuscate them from him or we kill, we 
use his own machinations against him and try and get another one who doesn't have the list in charge of their city, and let them keep the others out, and simply tell them not to feed in certain locations where kin usually are. Hmm, Regender says. Kyle, what's your recommendation? Since you did so much of this, I want to make sure that you have a seat at the table, so to speak. He was extremely powerful. He has at least one other, uh, I don't, I guess I don't know, but powerful vampire with him who made me forget everything that I knew of leeches. Really? Uh, yes. And what I was doing there. According to him, a new leech hasn't been birthed, made in this city for decades upon decades. And just looking north to the city of Denver, we know the problems they have with leeches. And everything we saw tonight leads me to believe that at least for the most part, he's telling us the truth. Now that doesn't mean that I trust him. I certainly don't. Neither do we. We'll need to start taking stock. We're going to have to start sending scouts into the city and trying to pull on the leads of all these various leeches. We need to keep get a proper number now. <sighs> As Regenda goes, I was a damned fool to think they wouldn't come to this city with as many people as there are here, but this much nature I thought would drive the creatures away. It sounded like he was here because of the nature. As Fate Dancer kind of perks up, really? That was what he implied, at least. He talked about it, mentioned it. Hmm. I wonder what kind of leech enjoys nature. Um, as far as numbers go, I know he has at least one direct subordinate, and she has at least two of her own. Alright, that would be a total of four. But I, I would imagine that that would be far lower than the real count. Uh, he also had at least some contacts in the police department, and enough pull to set their schedule for the day. We'll have to start yeah. there, then. <sighs> Gaia, what a fucking mess, Regender says to himself. Teresa, I think, I believe it's time that we reach out to, uh, to Evenclaw. His, one of his relatives works in the police department, correct? Carmen? Fate answers. She does. We can get you some information, Regender, but we do want to keep this discussion going. Very well. If you think it is useful, I will allow you and your tribe the heart of the Karen at the next new moon for your own tribal rituals, and we will not interfere. We will accept that. And I think your idea is a, a good one to teach more of our ways to the young, young ones, especially about how we track time and our relationship with the stars. We'll get, bring that announcement in a few days. We will howl to the rest of the Karen and let the word spread. Thank you, Kyle. Of course. And I'll also get your friend off my back when he gets here. As you hear Teresa go, Warm Herder is very passionate, and he wouldn't be this passionate if you didn't dismiss his concerns about his father's contribution to this sect. I didn't... We will not do this here. I look forward to seeing Malcolm in the coming days. Is Teresa just the last? I'm sure. I can't wait to see him. It's been 
several years since I've been able to speak with Wormherder. Uh, plus, the Firestarters usually have entertaining stories when they come to any sept or so, I've heard. And Regender looks at you and goes, We'll talk about it later. I'll try and get you prepared so that you can be my, my side when this Firestarter pack arrives. I'll give you some information that we have on them and my run-ins with them in the past. We have met before. As Teresa perks up a little bit, Iron, or Howling King looks at you with kind of a smirk, like a, oh, oh this is going to be real interesting. It's basically branded across his forehead that that's his opinion, and Regender seems taken <laughs> aback as well. Uh, while we were in New York, actually, we, we met with them. Huh. Oh. Interesting. Okay. And meanwhile, Cora, you start moving as you see Bloody Snow starting to set up her, her den, so to speak, and you see Roger look over and you hear him in the wolf tongue. Here comes trouble. <laughs> Cora, smi Cora smiles at that. Snow sees, sees you and shifts back to her homid form. Cora! Snow, how's it going? Good, as she comes over and goes, opens her arms up for a hug. Oh, definitely. Cora will hug her back. <laughs> she gives you a hug and she goes, You have Big more scars! I do. You'll have Aren't to they tell beautiful? me how you got them. I know I didn't leave all of them on you. <laughs> no. No. I will tell you. Um, actually, uh, I came by. Um, shit. You just said his fucking name. God damn Roger. it. Roger, thank you. Roger told me that you're here, and I just, I, you know, I had so much fun uh, last time. But I was thinking of uh, doing another rank challenge. Oh, really? I was, yes. And, oh, I was, I was wondering if you would, you know, help me out with that. Sure. Let me, let me speak with some of the Garu here to make it uh, feasible. A simple Perfect. trial is not going to be, or a simple trial of combat is not going to be enough, I think. A no. <laughs> um, I did. Especially for a Modi like you. I've heard rumor that you're picking up a new, a new deed name with all of what you do. Really? Cora howls first. Just so the enemy knows that you're there first. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> I'm sure the enemy wouldn't either. And I think that <laughs> will play well into the theme of our coming rank challenge. Who is the worm foe of this Karen? That would be Bloodwind. He's also ah, good at fitness. Good. I will get some of his opinions about threats here near the Karen. And from there, I will formulate the proper way to challenge you. Come to me tomorrow morning, and I'll speak with him right after this. I look forward to it. But before, instead of it all being business, let's, let's talk. How have yeah. you been? It's been some time since we last spoke. What, six months or so? Yeah. Have you We've been done staying? some travel. Have you? Good. I was going to ask mm. if you've been staying here mostly or if you've been getting more experience with the nation as a whole. Well, more like with the world as a whole. 
um, we were over in Europe for a little while. Um, it was an interesting time. Um, lots of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, little bit of traveling here. We've only been out of character. Like the last six months, we've only been home for like a couple of weeks, huh? A couple of weeks, probably a month, maybe maybe like a month total. and a half total. Yeah. Yeah, we we've only been back uh, total. We we've come back a few times, but total just like maybe a month, month and a half out of the last six months or so. Um, done a lot of um, Umbra journeying up and down the center of the country and over into Ireland and took a quick pit stop in Spain for a minute. Yeah, took a quick pit stop in Spain, uh, Scotland. Picked up a new tribe or a new pack to travel with for a little while. Um, they're still here with us. One of them had to leave, but mm. she had a. She's from Ireland. Oh, why'd she leave? <clears throat> um, something about her family. One of uh, uh, her dad got got injured mm. in um, her 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 Karen fell. That's she why had to we're go here. Take in some ways, we're here to try and help strengthen the nation here. Karens have been starting to fall, especially medium-sized ones. The larger ones have been able to stay pretty active, but we're trying to help forge some more alliances. Uh, that's why we're here. We're representing two Karens to try and find moon path stones to connect with this this Karen, uh, with Sept of the Green, obviously, and also the Sept of the Forest's heart. Which Where is, is another, that? It's another one in New York. It's a huge Karen crosses essentially two state parks up in northern New York, and it has connections into Greenland, Canada, and a few that go down to South America and Central America, as well as one that clears the country into the West Coast, I believe near LA. Damn. But a lot of smaller steps are closing their, their moon bridges because they'd rather be small and hidden than have any chance of being found. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. But so we're here and we're trying to smooth things over before Malcolm come Malcolm and the uh, fire starters jump jump a bridge over here as well. As you hear Roger in the background, Malcolm's gonna be in a much better mood with you here at least. He likes you guys. <laughs> Has he been grumpy lately? Not lately. He just gets grumpy here. Just grumpy here. Fair enough. Well, he gets grumpy all the time, but he gets grumpy <laughs> here in particular. He, him and the Sept Elder had a tough a few years ago when he was still a foster. Oof. What happened? Oh, well, uh, Malcolm thought that the tribe of older brothers should have a bigger role here in the Karen. And he had made that point to final days. And he was talking about it. And he talked about how his father, who was a member of this Karen when final days was young, sacrificed much and even walked into a wormhole and bound a bane with his magics to save this place. That was proof that older brother was willing to fight and die for the other tribes. And Regender said that... His father, while he did a noble sacrifice, he did it because of older brother's undue shame at Malcolm's birth. Shit. 
And so Malcolm has never been a huge fan, and he actually isn't even a big fan since he's always connecting to the spiritual, and he likes to talk with the rivers who were buds with his his dad, and so he said that Regender was neglecting them, and Regender didn't take that well, and so there was a just fight, and oh, Malcolm lost hard. But that's what happens when in a Foster challenges in Adrian. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's that's rough. But hopefully hopefully the pre- our presence and you guys being here will kind of yeah, pull them off a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, Malcolm's in Adrian too, so he will probably guard his tongue a little less. Him and Teresa <laughs> go ba- way back as well. And they've they've built up a relationship. Malcolm has sent spirits here on occasion to speak with her. Oh, fantastic. He seems to know quite a few of us, huh? Uh, sometimes. It's what happens. He, They all came from the Sept of the Forest Heart. We did, too. That's where we were found, or that's where we were all gathered after we were found. It's when us and another pack went through our rite of passage. All at the same time, doing different things. Hmm. And the other pack is since been lost to us but we kind of grew up together and so the fire starters didn't want to really get tied down to one karen so they've been just bouncing back and traveling across across the united states doing what they can um though they've been really starting to slow down and been staying in the sept of the green for the majority now They've, they've really been keeping it pretty tight to about four or five Karens these days with the occasional misadventure of just going off and fucking off in the country for a couple months. <laughs> uh, or the Umbra. They've done several um- Umbral ventures as well. Very nice. What have you been up to? What have you two been up to since since we were lost in New York? Any interesting uh, stories? Yeah, we went... Uh, we went to the north, to the tar, tar Sands. We were dealing with some Endron activity there, and that's how I got this, as she lifts up her shirt. As you see, this uh, this nice scar between her ribs and her her right breast as she pulls down her shirt again, and she goes, that nice. one hurt. Um, silver, of course. Uh, of course. We also dealt with a couple spirals. Killed one, two got away as is want to happen, so to speak. And we've seen some interesting spirits. We've seen this horrifying beast of a spirit recently that I can assure you I am no fan of, and I fear it is another sign of the coming of Ragnarok. Yeah. Coming quicker than we could have expected. A creature of pure <clears throat> darkness that seemed to absorb and drink the light with every attack. Or will like just tilt her head like, yeah, we we've come across that particular spirit as well. It was not a fun time. No, no, no. disgusting creature. We were able to rend it, and so we have that. I've been. We also headed to Ireland ourselves. Before coming back, yes, uh, we put, we finally were able to get the bones of our packmate to his ancestral home. And when they said that Amedus wasn't welcome in 
the Hall of Heroes at that sept, the sept of his father, I raked the bastard's eye out. And we put him there anyway. He deserves it. Both of them. I am a packmate. Yes. So that's what we did. But we had mentioned his fall at the winter winter solstice mm. as well. When he I passed. That. Yes. I, uh, we recently lost a packmate as well. Probably two months ago now. Arfiana, actually. Uh, we ran into Vic again. And Arfiana sacrificed herself nobly. Um, because that giant fucking ape, Maxwell, was there. And we came across an ape just herself. Like, an ape changer. Did he have a nice suit? Yes. Maxwell is his name. Oh no, we killed this one. Maxwell was not her name. I assume. Ah, no. Ape changers wear suits. Seems that way. They seem to be working with... They seem to be working with the Hydra. Disgusting. (sighs) Absolutely. Absolutely disgusting. We've seen other things that are strange. But the Korax say many things the last move they showed up at. We've also been hearing that in Ajaba has been... Wandering about Europe gathering aid, it seems like she's gotten some traction with the Striders and even some with the Cheetah Changers. We haven't come across either of those. No, her 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 whole goal seems to be to be taking Africa from some sort of mad lion changer. No, I could be wrong, but don't... The lions and hyenas just quarrel a lot. Yes, the changers just as well. From what I've heard, the Simba have actually killed a great deal of the Ajaba uh, sometime Mm. in the early to mid-90s. Their own little private war of rage. Yeah. But they took over Africa and they proved it with their strength. That cannot be denied. Fair enough. Can't. Yep. Fair enough, but it hurts us too. Hmm. I don't know if it hurts hurts us. The Bastet haven't been willing to deal with us since the Second War of Rage. Understandably. Um, just changes as a whole. I mean, Agreed. Ragnarok coming. Oh, but, uh, a Ragabosh. Oh told me to give this to you as it's a amethyst-like necklace. She said that you could use it in the future. I don't I don't know what she means, but there it is. She seemed she knew you quite well though, apparently. Coral take it like who the fuck gave this to you? Uh some woman. Her name started with a J. Started with a J. Uh yeah, uh, uh, what was her Garu name? Endless Questions? Endless Questions. Ju- Judith? Is that her name? That's right, yeah. Yeah, it's a- Cora just put it on. I wonder why she gave this to me. You feel the life of a spirit within it. Huh. Cora just fiddle with it a little bit, thinking, like, weird. And I have to talk to a, to a third about this. Some sort of spirit. Yeah. Are you... Did you... Feel anything when you had it on you? No, I knew that it was a fetish of some kind, but 
It wasn't my place to attune to it. It wasn't mine to take. Thank you for, for delivering this to me. Sure. She seemed to be very confident I run into you. Uh, I didn't know you were from this, Karen. <laughs> yeah. Um, they found me not far from here. A Gender found me. Oh. Yeah. Uh, born and bred, Colorado Springs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Gender found me not far from here. As you see uh, Zeb and Roy starting to approach, they're just kind of wandering back into the Karen. Remember that that pack that I said we picked up? Yeah. Cora point to him. Those two. Oh. As you two see Cora talking with this uh, tall, rather attractive albino woman, her crimson eyes turn to look at you. She seems to be appraising you and Coral taking your measure. <laughs> Coral point to Roy. That one's a jackass. <laughs> the other one's pretty good. Good to know. He will try your patience. Will he? Why is that? He's got a mouth on him. And I've had to fuck his shit up a few times. Hmm. Just never seems to learn. Never seems to learn, or do you never learn? Remember, take advice from the Rothgar. They are meant to question you, and they are meant to frustrate you. <laughs> because if your, your plans go unchallenged, Garu can die, and... Or even the Etrelings can die if you aren't careful. That is why it is always good to listen to a Rothgar. Even if it's frustrating. I fuck his shit up for good reason. When he says dumbass shit. <laughs> not, not anything questioning my judgment. But when he does something stupid, I let him know. Maybe he tests your patience with his actions. I know someone does as Roger goes, That's rude. Or <laughs> just laughs. <laughs> oh, I'll point to Roy and, and Zeb and like, beckon them with my finger, like over. Yeah, come walking over. Yeah. Zeb, Roy, this is Bloody Snow. I'm so excited for you to meet her. Bloody Snow, final howl. Athro. Of the get of Fenris, as she extends her hand. Cora just smiles, real big. Zeb will take it. Zeb speaks with whispers, Theurge of the Silent Striders. It's a pleasure to meet you, child of Owl. A pleasure and an honor to meet you. And I'm Roy, Mindscape, Foster, and Ragabosh with the Stargazers. It's a pleasure to meet you. Stargazer, hmm? News has been traveling quickly of your tribe. I am sorry for your loss. I don't quite know what you mean. I've been on the... I've been traveling, so I've probably been out traveling news. Sorry, I've been... We were at the... On the west coast, uh, close to the Sept of the Unified Heart, where there's a strong stargazer presence and with connections to your homeland. Um, your greatest Karen in the mountains just fell. Oh. It had been attacked by... Several wormish creatures in both the physical and the umbral. From my understanding, three survived the initial attack. One died of injuries when they crossed the border into India into a child of Gaia, Karen. And the silent strider who was simply visiting has now been going across the umbra. I hear uh, the children of Chimera 
are having will be having talks in the next year or so as they gather information. They're sending a few experience packs into the area to try and piece together what's happened. That wrecks my heart. Yes. So I apologize, and I to bring about you this bad news, but it's better to know. I was, was going to learn about it sooner or later, one way or the other. Yes, uh, the Striders have been going about and spreading the word as well. I'm sure you'll be receiving one soon. Ah, oh, goodness. Kyle, you kind of approach as you see kind of this long face on Roy, but for now, Mark, you kind of meditate in the wilderness, contemplating the kind of feeling of that recent frenzy still just weighing upon you. Mark's gonna have made it a note to have stayed in Hamid. Yeah, he's he is definitely embarrassed about succumbing to his frenzy yet again, and he's deep meditation in the wilderness, and he's pondering on the words of Unicorn. And it's almost as if Unicorn might be talking to him. Kind of a new question is forming in his head. And you hear the voice of Unicorn seeming to echo in your head. It's unclear if the spirit speaks to you or if your mind simply twists the words of your totem in your mind. But it echoes there all the same. And what of the Stargazers? And when they wander their paths and gain their knowledge, divine and delve into dangers and twisted lands, what of their constant questionings? As they wander the dark places of the umbra, deep and forbidden, what will they come back? And what will you stand again to run? Mark will open his eyes, kind of getting out of the meditative state, and he stands up again, and he kind of takes a deep breath, and he kind of says aloud, no one in particular, perhaps the voice in his head, perhaps his totem, but he says out loud, then I will let them wander, and I will wander with them, and I will gain knowledge with them, but if we dive too deep, if we wander too far, then I will wrestle us from the path, even if I will gain their anger. Wandering is what I do. You hear. I will look around and I will I will say aloud again, What spirit is in my presence? One who wanders north, east, and south. From the west, as you feel this kind of chill and this kind of moisture, it almost feels like rain upon your cheek. I bring the lifeblood for the trees to grow. As you feel kind of this heat and this warmth and this pleasantness from the south, I bring the warmth, the joy, the endless churn. I am the winds. As you see it form, a four-armed spirit, arms that shift from colors of different hues of red, orange, blue, and white as its body twists and turns and its face hidden in the endless twisting. As you see the twists of brambles and tumbleweeds blowing around within it, you see the pine needles coming up and twisting twists, twigs breaking. You even see occasional fence posts 
falling within its body, breaking and churning, disappearing and reforming within its endless, twisting form. I wondered here and heard you speak. Do you plan to continue to mope? It asks you. For your sorrow will bleed into the earth, and she will feel your pain and spit back the pain that she watched you afraid to gaze upon. I will have my suffering, and, as you say, spirit, I will mope, but this too shall pass, as I am a being of Gaia. I have been blessed with these feelings, and I shall feel them, but the control I lost, that is unacceptable. These are wise words, spirit. Tell me, do you wander without purpose? I wander where I will. I wander with the winds and the rains. I come and I bring tears so that the trees can gaze at Helios. I bring the warmth and the heat so the seeds may laugh and giggle, thrown and cast wayward so that they may take root away from their Mark will meditate on these words and think back to just the challenge, a little bit more chaos in his life. Thinking of this, he looks at the spirit and he says, Pardon my rudeness, I have yet to introduce myself. I am Guides the Fallen, I am of the Garu. It's a pleasure to have met you, Winds of the Mountain. I wasn't expecting company out here, so pardon my rudeness. Just another bit of chaos, but the winds are always about you. So you see the four arms, each forming, showing the different cardinal directions of where the wind blows and comes from. <laughs> you are a mighty spirit. Come. Do you wish to take rest in your wanderings? Some company, perhaps, for a bit? To stop my wanderings, what do it be? And to invite death, no wind is gone for long, lest it stop forever. True, true. As the spirit starts pacing around you, as it moves, it feels like there's kind of like this dust devil forming around you as you just feel the wind blowing in all direct, in a circular pattern around you. 
just so the spirit may speak and stay here for a little while longer. Ah, spirit. Then I shall not keep you. But I thank you for your company. Here, a gift for your time. And I'll give him a little orb of gnosis. As it snatches up the gnosis, you see the gnosis kind of lift up from your hand and blow around before dispersing into the spirit as it hits and turns into a puff, almost looking like snow within it. The seasons change, and I appreciate your gift. Speak again with me sometime. Perhaps you will help the spiritual strength of this place, for it stagnates. I hope so. And I hope to run into you again, winds of the mountain. Thank you again, and may Gaia be with you. May the Emerald Mother guide you as well. May you bind the promises that have since been broken. And with that, the spirit moves off as you see him grow into a wall of winds, his arms flailing in various directions as he moves through and the trees shake and rustle with his passing. Mark will try to breathe in as much as he can, knowing that this fresh crisp of air spiritually imbued as well, and he wants to take it much in as he can. His rage for now subsided, but he knows his duty is not done. So Mark's going to head back to the sept and okay. see what he can do perhaps spiritually all right you start heading back to the sept it, the vibrance is here as you see the great golden eagle standing over the center of the cairn as it turns and looks at you its eyes like cooling magma i will look at the golden eagle and i will respectfully prostrate myself and again, I, uh, hopefully he's familiar with me, and I will ask if I could enter the cairn. You are always welcome here, young one. The spirit says with a bit of a grumble. Thank you, Lord Spirit. And I'll uh, enter the cairn again. All right, you enter the cairn as you pass from, or as you see the various spirits here, hunting, moving through. Though you see the shadows and you feel the connection of your pack on the other side of the gauntlet now. Hmm, okay. So, I'll try to find a reflective surface then. Oh, it's, uh, so you, there are a couple places. There's places where water has pooled in. We will go for that. A nice thematic entrance, theatrical entrance. All right, it is difficulty three here. Ooh, easy enough. As 30 seconds pass and you start to shift out of the umbra and into the physical realm, as you see Fomori's Bane speaking with the Infernal Alphas, as well as Bloody Snow and Roger, as you appear, as they're simply talking, as Roger looks up and goes, Isn't that one of yours, Kyle, Cora? He is. I'll kind of start shaking off the water, just... Almost like dog-like in human form, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark. Ah, two hearts. Uh, guards the low. I'll walk over and I'll uh, put a hand on both shoulders. Better. He'll look over at Roy and kind of just not threateningly, just kind of look over at Roy and go, much better. Roy, how are you? Better myself. I've learned a lot within the last 24 hours. Oh, trust me. I have to, but 
I hope, and I'll, uh, Mark will kind of approach uh, Roy and kind of extend out a hand and say, I hope, though, that we could still work together and fight this war together. I will take it and say no hard feelings. And we We're both all... share a very manly Garu handshake. <laughs> we share the same goal, albeit different paths. With my recent meditations, I've come to accept you wandering your path. But do know, I will, I will interfere when I feel I need to help you. I don't think you'll be the only one. Eh, true. And I'll smack his shoulder, pretty much. As Roger goes, alright, this is cool. I'm getting tired, so um, I'm going to finish my den, okay? Oh, look, Heather. You're all still awake? Guys, it's like two in the morning. Fuck. And then the day catches up to us because we've mm. been awake for hours. <laughs> yep. And so you all go rest. You guys have some time to collect yourself and all that. Cora, you're the only one who really has any sort of um, important things to do as you do reapproach Bloody Snow. So, what have you learned? I turned, talked with Bloodwind, and he has an idea. It seems that there is a hive up in the mountains, the Hive of Burning Greed, and it's been mm -hmm. located. Fantastic. We want you to weaken them and set them off into some disarray while giving this Karen more time to plan. Okay. There is a spiral by the name of Nalhaklashta, Kills with Lust. She's part of some pack of related to fear. And listening to Bloodwind, apparently you've had a run-in with one of their pack mates before. Mm. Either way, Cora, your challenge is simple, but it will be difficult. As Kills with Lust has recently reached Adrian herself and picked up some gifts along the way. But... We know you can handle it. So, you must infiltrate however you see fit the hive of the burning greed. Sneak in, kill kills with lust, with no aid from anyone else. No one w can enter the hive with you. You must kill them and escape. This way, we will teach you how not to howl first and it will show you that you're able to strike a decisive blow against the enemy, proving that you are ready to take up a leadership position among the children of the Garu with this rank up. I will gladly accept. We will give you a few days, but we expect you to, we'll give you a few days to prepare and think about how you want to do this. You can ask around, you can get maps as needed. You will also have to listen and memorize some of the oral scoutings of other members of this Karen. But the point being that we want you to be done with this by the end of the month. It is the 23rd today, just so you know. So you have a week. Okay, cool. <laughs> that should give you plenty of time all right and so with that there's some chatting once again back and forth another day rolls around 
And on the 23rd, Kyle, you find out about the family network, family of the peak. They reach out to you on the 24th. I'm sorry, the 24th. As Tim reaches out to you first. And uh, Tim was the one we spoke to last? Correct. Okay. <sighs> uh, did you take any of your pack mates with you to this meeting? I will make an open offer, but let them know that, you know, it, it won't be traditional werewolf stuff. Okay. Who wants to go with Kyle to this meeting? What meeting is that? Uh, Families of the Peak. It's the uh, whole investigation for the uh, the kinfolk um, community, community network. I'll go. Okay. So, Zeb? If Zeb's going, I'll go. All right. Roy? I gotta prep, y'all. So, Cora isn't out. So, yeah. Fair. Well, don't want a solo wolf, so I'll go with uh, Kyle. Okay. So, you guys kind of head over, or Tim answers the door, and they're like, wow, quite the, uh, quite the crowd. Come on in. Sorry, I uh, put out an open offer to see who would like to come along, and apparently it was near everyone. No, that, that's, that's no problem. Hank's been, been cooking, so uh, if you want anything from him, just uh, let him know, okay? Thank you. As you enter, you see uh, Boyd and Tina as well, as they go, Kyle! Hey! Good to see you all again. Likewise. Wow, you brought quite a group. You guys gonna help with, uh, with some of the networking stuff, huh? Well, friends of Kyle's are friends of mine. Howdy. I'm Mark. Nice to and meet I'll extend you. a hand. Nice to meet you. I'm Tina Vet. Tina. Uh, that's Boyd. And of course, you've already met Tim and their husband, Hank. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you all. So, uh, let's get down to it. Uh, oh, uh, d- first off, do you all want, want a plate? Uh, it's been opened up. Most of the other, uh, all the other members have already gone home. We've, we've kept this extended and open. I'll take a plate of food. There you go. Uh, Tim comes in, they sit in their chair, they kind of lean back. We got most things done and we've, uh, we've come to a decision. We've talked with a couple of the other group members as well. Boyd goes, yeah, we, uh, we talked with them, we gave the options. Uh, while we were, we're the core group, we wanted to make sure everyone was involved uh, since everyone's worked so hard to keep this going. And Tina goes, yeah, so we want to start up this, this kitchen, kitchen and we are reaching out to other, uh, some of the local restaurants so that we can do it until we can get enough money to purchase our own of some kind but uh we would also like to try and drum up some public support so you you kyle you had mentioned one of your friends had a contact in the gazette are are they here is it one of unfortunately that was the one friend that couldn't come oh (laughs) um but we can still plan and and get her something okay perfect uh and if you could just do kind of a sweep and get some some ideas on things, because the chief is still trying to to start shit with us. Like he's he's better about it. He's trying to be a bit more subtle about it, but he's still being. As Tina takes a deep breath, excuse my language. <sighs> Such a fucking asshole. He uh, what's he been doing since we last talked? 
Uh, he's he's still been doing the housing violations. I've changed some of my raised beds out front, so Chief Mitchell just leaves me alone. But I've been noticing a lot of Colorado Springs cops uh, getting lunch in Manitou recently. Just just a few, you know, more than normal. And I I could just be paranoid. This could be absolutely nothing, but. I just, I would like someone to try and look into it if you can. Just put my mind at ease. Sure, I think we can do that. Perfect. So, yeah. Really glad for all of your your help in this. It does mean a lot to us. It's our pleasure. Truly. Good. And then, so, when you guys kind of, you guys get that information? To, re, uh, before... And this is in the evening, obviously, because they had their meeting. So you get back to the Karen, and then on the 25th, it is announced that Fate Dancer, Earthwalker, and Gazes from Afar have all agreed to teach any Garu interested the basis of Garu astrology and the calendar, the Garu calendar, including what spirits are associated with the month and the star, star sigils that they follow. Mark would be very interested in that. It will be on July. It will be close to July as the turning of the month comes. Um, as they want to get you close to it. So the start of the next month, you are informed, is on July 15th. But classes will start on the 9th and they will... Sh- they will talk about the transition of the Garu months. And then they will have a break, and then they will come back on the 15th to show how the months change with the stars and the spirits those are related to. And so, the offer is out there, and you will just simply trek deep into the woods so that the light pollution of the city goes away, and you will have a clear view of the sky, more so even, because you will be doing it in the Umbro when even more stars are able to grace you in the evening skies. But you have some time. It seems like some of you are going to be working towards the community network and doing some investigation there. And Cora, of course, will have to do her right challenge, which we will schedule for a later date. And we will find out how the rest do. And Cora, who will have to be pulled away from her right challenge a few times, Gross. On how you're going to do with the community network next time. Next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We're going to catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.